Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode where I speak about the courage to use your voice. I shared a video on this topic a few months ago when I was really surprised by the uptake and the resonance that a lot of people had with the topic. So I'm looking forward to delving a little deeper in today's episode and I'd like to begin by sharing with you an extract from Lisa Nichols in her talk, How to Use Your Voice. The day of stage speakers only is long gone. Every single one of us has a voice. Every single one of us has a responsibility to use our voice. The places that your voice is going to make the difference is in living rooms, in bedrooms, in offices, at community events, in the train station. I hope you don't wait to get on stage to use your voice. Your best work is done off stage. So I think this is very, very powerful. Um, I love how Lisa draws on the responsibility that each of us have to use our voice and the fact that how we use our voice can truly affect people on a day to day level. I hear so often that I didn't know my voice mattered or I don't really have much to share. And I think there's a degree of humility within that saying in itself. But there's a huge loss because as soon as we think that what we have to say is not enough, there's a knock on effect. And that being that we don't get to share the gift of our voice with others, but we also tell ourselves that what we have to say is not enough. When we tell ourselves that what we have to say is not enough, we impact our self-worth, we impact our self-confidence, we impact how we show up in the world. Is there an area in your life where you are not speaking up? In the bedroom, in the boardroom, in the living room, with your family, with this particular set of friends, with your colleagues, with your boss? Where are you not speaking up? Where are you feeling a desire, a need, an urge to speak up, but suppressing that urge? So you've brought an area to mind, you brought a particular situation to mind, perhaps you brought a particular relationship to mind. Write it down if you need to, but keeping that particular area, that particular situation in mind. Now let's go to the inner communication. So what I mean here is very often when we're struggling to speak up, we need to start by looking at that inner dialogue. I think we're all familiar with the inner critic. Um, So we've had many opportunities to hear that internally loud and clear. Um, But very often it can help to really get clear on what that inner dialogue is in any particular situation. So, for example, you're struggling to speak up at work and you're sitting around a boardroom table. What's that inner dialogue? Is that inner dialogue saying to you, don't speak up, you lose your credibility, you will look stupid? What's holding you back from having daring conversations, maybe even 
to take it a step back, open conversations with your family. What's that inner voice saying? Don't upset him. Don't upset her. Keep the peace. Listen to that voice. Engage with that voice. Create a dialogue with that voice. I say create a dialogue because we don't want to suppress it. We want to engage it so we can challenge it, so we can seek more information as to what it's telling us and how it's holding us back. Then, of course, there's the inner voice that we need to listen to. The intuition, the wisdom that is urging us to speak our truth, to share our truth, to share our gifts and to use our voice. There's a wonderful quote by Professor Stephen Joseph, who wrote the book Authentic, How to Be Yourself and Why It Matters. I read this book many years ago, but just pulled it back out this week. Instead of pretending to themselves and to others that they are something they are not, they start listening to their own inner voice of wisdom and begin to make more authentic decisions about how to lead their lives. Another useful exercise in addition to listening to that inner voice is to ask yourself the question, if I spoke my truth, if I spoke up in this particular situation, what would happen? And name it. What is the worst case scenario? Is it that you lose credibility? Very often before making a decision or a choice to speak up, we focus on that worst case scenario which paralyzes us. So the very act of putting a spotlight on the worst case scenario usually tells us that it's pretty unlikely. So I don't know where you're struggling to speak up, where you're struggling to lean into that voice, but wherever that is for you, begin today, begin with the tiniest form of action to start uncovering perhaps why you're struggling and how you can change that inner dialogue and start to lean into those situations, those relationships in a different way, in a way whereby you feel like you're speaking your truth, you're sharing your voice, your gift. There's so many different ways in which using our voice shows up. For some of us, we struggle to ask for what it is we need. We struggle to ask for support. We struggle to ask for that promotion, for that pay rise. For others, we struggle to share our opinion and it holds us back. It, it makes us feel in, in, in inefficient. It, it, it holds us in a space of inferiority, of self-doubt. Perhaps you want to speak up to advocate for others, but you're struggling to find your voice. I always say to find your voice, you must use your voice. And to use your voice requires vulnerability, courage, bravery. But you get feedback and that feedback feels good. And somewhere inside you say to yourself that your voice matters and that affects your self-worth, your self-confidence, how you show up in the world, what you get back from the world. If you can bring to mind people that you enjoy being with, usually they're people who share their voice, who share their truth. I had a funny um, incident a couple of weeks ago. I had a tooth extracted and I was feeling really self-conscious about the gap and I was speaking to my husband about it and he was like, you're crazy, you can't even see it, it's close to the back, Like, don't worry about it. And that night I was... um, sitting on the floor I was bathing my four-year-old and we were chatting it's usually a good time for her to chat and she was like oh my god as soon as I started talking she was like your tooth fell out and I was like yeah it and she's like no no you have to look in the mirror like there's a gap your tooth has fallen out and 
you know, obviously it was it was a funny moment, maybe like marginally self-conscious, but not really. I actually felt really um, comfortable and happy in that space of transparency. And I know this is kind of a strange analogy in a story, but we are comfortable in situations of transparency and authenticity and our truth is a gift, not just to ourselves, but for those who are listening. Um so if you do want to delve a little bit deeper into this topic as it relates to your particular situation and work through this as a means to move forward and to grow, then do pop over to SineadMiller.com and, and fill out the contact form and we can schedule a one-on-one focus session to help you work through this particular topic as it relates to your circumstances. All right, guys, have a fabulous day as always. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time back here on The Courage To Be.